Hello, welcome to Small Town Tater Talks. Sorry, I just like did not do the intro with you. <laughs> I tried to get in there and I just I could not jump into that. Uh, I missed my chance. Yeah, well you did it last time by yourself. Probably. Okay. We're well, even. Yeah. I'm Carrie. And I am Aaliyah. And we are right now we are paddleboarding actually. Yeah, on a lake. Hopefully the wind isn't too obnoxious. Yeah. It's kind of been like Sometimes windy, sometimes not. And sometimes yeah. that's really the worst background noise, but... Yeah. <laughs> now we're just, like, spinning on the paddleboard. It has not been like this. It's been so calm. And I now know. it's just obnoxiously, like... Yeah. Anyway, hope I don't drop my phone in the water, but I think we'll be good. That would just make another podcast story, though. We could tell yeah. our podcast, guys, we care so much about you that we're risking the life of Carrie's phone right now. Yeah, exactly. So, I think we're going to talk... Um, a little bit about fears today. Yeah, we thought a long time about what we should talk about, and we have a lot of, like, undeveloped ideas. Yeah, we have, like... Good ideas, but we don't have enough thought up. Like, we wanted to do, like, um... We want to do, like, things where we tell stories, but we're also, like, should we just do topics where we can, like, like, have stories come into them? Or, like, should we do, um, like, more just, like, this story and then this story. I don't know. You guys should give us feedback whether, like, what type of podcast you like yeah, best. Yeah, we're figuring it out. We yeah. be gracious with this. <laughs> yeah. But we're going to kind of talk about fears today. Because like, we thought, at least I have a lot of thoughts on fears. <laughs> or I've had a lot of fears in my life. Yeah. I have some fears that are random. One thing is that, like, I guess I'm just a really dramatic person because I'm always saying, like, oh, that's, I'm afraid of that. Or, like, I don't like, like, I'm scared of this or that. And people tease me before. They're like, you're literally afraid of everything. And, like, it's true, but (laughs) I don't feel like I'm more afraid of things necessarily than other people. Yeah. I just just use the word fear. Yeah. And, like, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, I get that. (laughs) Like, I guess a lot of it is I'm uncomfortable with it. Well, I feel like I don't, like, assign my fears. Like, I have fears of things, but I don't necessarily, I'm like, oh, I'm scared of that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't. Well, because I was asking you earlier, like, are you afraid of this? Are you afraid of that? And you're like, eh, kind of. Yeah, a little bit. But it's, like, moderately, like, (laughs) normal amounts of fear of the normal fears, I guess. Or specific situations. Mm Mm-hmm. But anyways, we did think up some. And I think we're going to talk about, first, like, a very... The category of animals. Yeah. You know? Just those anim- this animals that are just the worst. <laughs> uh, um, well, like, what do you mean by, like, animals? Because, like, okay. I'm scared of animals in the dark at night. Well, that's a thing. Yeah, that's, like, a common thing, know. probably. We can... We don't... We're free. We can include anything that has to do with animals in this segment. <laughs> okay. But... One, like, one thing. Okay, let's talk about insects first. Okay. Because a lot of people are really scared of insects. And that's actually one thing that, like, I'm not scared of any insects at all. Yeah. But you. Yeah, I'm scared of bees. You are ridiculous about bees. Well, I did I used to be more ridiculous about bees where I would, like, literally just, like, run away from them and stuff. Now Dive I'm a little more. I'm, yeah. Now I'm a little calmed down. But, yeah. You've mellowed bees, out in your old age. Bees can harm you. That's what scares me. But it's like they sting bad. you. Yeah, I know they don't hurt. It doesn't hurt that and bad. And, like, when but. you act crazy, it just makes it worse. I know. <laughs> but I actually was allergic to bees. Mm-hmm. I mean, there might be a bee out there that I would still react to. But I haven't reacted in a long time. But, like, I almost died once from a bee sting. Well. And so, like, I should have a fear of bees. But I just haven't. Yeah. Like, it seems like one of those things that you would have, like, one of those trauma-induced fears, but I don't have yeah. the trauma-induced fear of bees for whatever reason. I don't know. I think I was stung when I was young, and I got scared of them forever then. Or I wasn't stung for a long time, so I thought it was, like, going to be hurt so bad, mm-hmm. and it actually doesn't. Yeah, it's But, like, not spiders fun, but... and stuff, they don't really scare me that much. Like, if they're crawling on my neck or something, that scares me. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, we'll take that off. <laughs> Well, I I honestly think part of the thing with, like, I don't know where it started, but I just, I've become, like, the person that has to always remove the insects from the room. Yeah, same. Yeah, and so, like, 
I, I think I was a little proud of this role. Like, I'm a little proud of the role to where I'm not, like, I, I can't afford, y'all, I can't afford to be scared of insects. Mm-hmm. I am the savior when it comes to insects. <laughs> I have to save my friends in the world from insects and their irrational fears of them. So it's just like, I can't afford to be, do that. Yeah. But stink bugs is something that I remember so many of our friends were so scared of stink mm-hmm. bugs. And... I don't understand. Like, that is the... Stu- I'm sorry, but that's the stupidest, most irrational one to be scared of. Like, sure, they're gross, mm-hmm. but they do absolutely nothing. Like, yeah. they're one of the... They're, like, they the most stink, harmless insects. I don't... I'm not that scared of My sister is terrified of butterflies. Oh, this is a thing that happens okay, this week. Okay, I'm not scared of butterflies, but moths are so scary. They're just gross. Moths, like, like, like I think the reason is because I used to sleep outside at night. And I would read a book and have, like, a lamp right by me. And so the moths would come, like, right to the lamp and be right by my face. And they would just, like, ugh. Like, See, I think they're gross. Like, I just think they're disgusting. But I'm not, like, I'm not going to, like, yell or something. I'm just going to be, like, angry. Mm -hmm. Like, I get angry at insects. (laughs) Like, how dare you interrupt my space? Um, What were you going to say about... Okay, so she is just absolutely terrified of butterflies. And she has been this way for so long. Like, there were times when there was, like, a lot of butterflies out that she just, like, wouldn't even go outside if there was, like, a butterfly. That is so weird because butterflies are pretty. I know. I always loved butterflies. And, like, yesterday we were at the river and she (laughs) had, like, a food, like, a plate and she was getting food on it and a butterfly comes and she throws the plate at... (laughs) And it hits my face. Like, she just yells and just throws her plate and jumps up and just starts running. (laughs) Is that when she choked? No, that was a different time. Yeah, she almost choked also this week. That was an episode. This is why we should be vegetarians. But anyways, um, now she probably has a fear of choking as well. It was awful, though, honestly. Like, she was just, like, all of a sudden, like would not stop choking mm-hmm. and we're just like watching and we're like we were about to give her the heimlich and then she just started like throwing up tmi but you know like it was it was it was bad but anyways Ugh, she's okay she was breathing the whole time it wasn't like completely blocked it was just like she couldn't stop gagging more yeah but yeah anyways so a mutual thing that we found out is it still going i think so yeah okay a mutual fear that we realized chickens yeah chickens are scary okay so like when we when i was a kid we had chickens and they were nasty chickens like seriously all chickens are nasty yeah they they are but like our chickens were especially nasty where they like discovered they could like disembowel each other (laughs) it was so gross and they they like would peck each other's butts and like get their bowels out of their butts anyway that is so gross anyway um but we had a chicken named bare bottom betsy (laughs) and she was literally like so attacked by the other chickens and like could like was almost dying so we gave it to our neighbor and our neighbor in washington and our neighbor was like very strange we had lots of weird neighbors but she kept her in a diaper <laughs> in her house. <laughs> anyway. I feel like there's always, like, some weird... Like, there's so many weird stories surrounding chicken. That, yeah. That one, when you just told me that one a little bit ago, like, I died. That is just... <laughs> that name, too. <laughs> Bare Bottom Betsy. I know. Like, why did we name her so, that? So rude. Cruel. Like, she's already being attacked by all the other chickens. Like, she's already hated by everyone. And then we're just like, let's just give her the worst name as well. Where's the mercy? But also, she's a chicken, so I don't really care because I hate chickens. It's not like... I wouldn't say chickens are, like, my number one... I don't know. They're not, like, a horrible fear. I'm more just, like, again, disgusted by them. Yeah. Like, they just aggravate me and they do scare me because, I mean... If they're disemboweling each other, like, there's a layer of feathers there, for one thing, <laughs> that they have to get through. Like, what's stopping them from getting to my bowels? <laughs> no feathers! 
in the same family turkeys. I hate turkeys. Yeah, they're so they're annoying. Even, they're like giant chickens. And they have red faces. And they're just... Ugh, they're just yeah. so gross. So I had this dream that I was just in a field surrounded by a million albino turkeys. And they were all pecking me. Mercilessly. <laughs> and oh it was the most Lord. horrible thing. So, yeah. There's the turkeys. Yeah. Was there any... Was there other animals? Well, I, I was really irrationally scared of wolves. Like, I thought there was always wolves under my bed. <laughs> I wanted to be a wolf. We were just talking about this. I freaking love wolves. <laughs> I know. I like wolves, but, like, for some reason, I was so scared they would, like, come under, like, be under my bed, like, when I put my foot down. Like, that's not a usual scare. That <laughs> is. I like that one. Fear. That's a good one. I had a fear of cats. I still have a fear of cats, to be honest. Like, if they're walking and I'm aware of them, then it's fine. But if I know there's a cat, like, hiding in a house somewhere, if someone's like, there's a cat in here somewhere, I'm like, where is it going to come out? <laughs> and I'm just terrified. Because we had this insane cat. Like, this stemmed... This was a trauma-induced fear. I have a reason for this one. We had this cat that would attack me. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, it targeted me. I don't know why it targeted me. It, I think it knew that I didn't like it, because I just don't generally like cats. But I didn't have that much beef against this one until it started attacking me. And it would just hide, crouched in our house. It would, like, my mom would open the door. It would run in. And, like, you couldn't stop it. And it would hide and wait for me. I swear, it would wait for me to walk. Uh. And then it would pounce, wrap its entire body around my leg and just bite into me. Uh. And just go absolutely manic on my leg. Just... It was horrible. And I was just like, I remember like walking up to my room and I'm like, she's probably in here hiding somewhere in these mounds of like laundry, hanging laundry or behind the piano or something. And I would like see her catch eyes with her and she would just like stare at me. And like, we would just have this moment of eye contact. And I know like she's going to come out and attack me. And I would just yell, I'm like, <laughs> the cat is going to attack me. And then just like, it was, she just come running and just like wrap herself around my leg and bite into my leg. And I would just like scream. Oh and, my word. You know, That's my family awful. like thought I was just being dramatic because I tend to be a dramatic person. I don't know why, but like it was when I was alone and it never attacked anyone else. So they didn't believe me. But then slowly she started attacking, like, like taking out everyone in the family. She was trying to kill us. She was trying to reign over the house. I don't doubt it. Oh, and word. so she like started attacking my siblings and then my dad and my mom was the last, my parents were the last people that she dared attack. And finally, like the first time they attacked my parents, they're like, okay, this cat's going. Look, yeah. finally, after weeks, after years, eons of being attacked by this cat. That's so weird. Finally. We had a cat that attacked us. Like, it would hide in the bush and, like, attack us every time we walked past. But then it grew out of it. This cat was a psychopath. Like, I remember... Oh, my goodness. This is bringing back so many awful feelings. <sighs> this is, like, therapy. I need to get this out. Okay. So, <laughs> I would, like, lay in my bed right in the morning. And I would just hear these nails her claws like on the floor like coming towards my room mm -hmm. and I would have just enough time to grab my blanket and throw it over my face so that she wouldn't attack my face and then she would jump onto my blanket and try to bite me through the blanket <laughs> like bite my face oh my I, this is probably why I was a light sleeper during those times because like if I wasn't I might be mauled by a cat and this cat was small too like it was it wasn't even a normal sized cat and it still had so much inside it to just and then I would like wrap the blanket around her mm -hmm. and then I would just like get really angry and I would just be like how dare you like attacking me in my sleep yeah that's that's terrifying it yeah. was awful and finally the cat like then the cat had kittens and it went even more crazy and manic and that's when it started attacking everyone and then it just like disappeared one day and I, mm -hmm. I still like my siblings are sometimes like I saw a cat in the woods and I'm like no no like because there's a chance she could still be alive <laughs> and I'm just like I'm just waiting for the day that like this mangle this cat just like with all I don't know like with just like stuff stuck in its fur and just looking and foaming at the mouth just like coming through the door to finish what it started like ugh oh my word and I still like when a cat sneaks up behind me or like I feel like you know when cats walk 
between your legs and then they brush ugh, with their tail like if a cat comes and does like comes up to me and touches me i i jump like it freaks me out i don't trust cats i do not trust them at all but i like cats no i like i like good cats kittens are like okay because because for me like do dogs much. are like okay i love dog but they're so high maintenance and you have to do so much for them and cats you can just like let them chill yeah and just fine. let them attack you and try to kill you like just no. let them do what they want because they will rule Cats will always rule. <laughs> oh my word. Okay, we need to move on because I'm just getting too heated. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I was just thinking of another fear I kind of had. What? When it, we had a pool when we were younger and we would go swimming at night like a lot. And, and we'd often go swimming like at I twilight. That. that was so fun. It was so fun. Oh like, no, I know where this is going. And so it was like twilight and that's when the bats come out. Bats! And they, they would just like swoop over our pool and it was so terrifying because you would just see this like you could barely see it but you would just see this figure coming like swooping toward you and like i i know i've been hit by one before like it hit <laughs> me disgusting. it was so scary and you know with bats is like the scare of like rabies or something like always the childhood yeah. like oh don't ever get bit by a bat you will die of rabies oh i was so scared of rabies once i had a dream <laughs> that penny Dreams. our old dog she got rabies. I remember that you telling me this dream like years ago. Yeah, there was like a little fly and it like bit Penny and Penny got rabies and was like foaming at the mouth and came like toward me and almost bit me. It was so terrifying. Ugh, that's horrible. I've always been scared of rabies. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that either. Well, yeah, we would go fishing as kids and the bats would like come out like when the sun went down and I remember just being like like hearing horror stories of bats like getting caught in people's hair yeah and stuff like that but then remember we read that book series the underland chronicles amazing oh, and then i just yes. like kind of loved bats after yeah that. i still i i actually like really i'd still like be bats. scared of them flying like the, around i just but... don't like find them near my head yeah they're really cool but like i want a giant bat to fly on yeah <laughs> like if they're giant actually this is a thing i feel like sometimes when animals are like bigger they're less scary yeah. Like they're cuz they can't be as sneaky and you know mm-hmm. like they can't just like <laughs> you know? like they're obvious. Yeah. So I feel like they're less scary. Cuz sometimes when people are like, "Oh my goodness, you live in, you know, Idaho and there's like cougars and a fish just jumped." Anyways, <laughs> there's like cougars and bears and everything. I'm like, like those are scary, but also like they're kind of big. Yeah, like Except I would cougars be more scared are of like scorpions or so something. So cougars like. are scary because they're sneaky. But like a bear, like you probably are gonna usually hear it. Yeah. But like a snake that could just kill you with one bite, like there's, and that can just like slither up to you in the water and just bite you and kill you, like that's so scary. Mm-hmm. That is. Because they're just sneaky. I don't like sneaky. Well, yeah, I don't like sneaky to, like, especially, like, weeds in water, and then there's, like, fish in there. I have a lot, I know a lot of people are scared of, like, weeds and stuff. Yeah. That's That's scary. Anyway. Was there any other animal fears? Uh, I don't know. Not really. Yeah. Like, there's probably, like, again, I just don't like things that are, like, really fast and small and sneaky. Yeah, <laughs> that's the that's and big the and terrifying and anything and that can kill you. I don't live in constant any animal. I don't like live in constant fear of any animals. But there's just like you know when something sneaks up on you, you're gonna get a little spooked. Yeah, but it's just normal humans. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Yeah. What else? What other fears are there? Hmm. I don't know. I made a list, but I I forgot to look <laughs> at it. Oh. I'm not really, I'm not scared of this anymore, but, like, the fear that I remember having, like, the earliest that was just, like, irrational was, like, bridges. Mm-hmm. Being really scared of bridges. It might, like, I maybe, always found that interesting. I don't know. Maybe part of it is, like, we have that really big, tall bridge by our house, and it's yeah. kind of freaky. Mm-hmm. I think also, like, I had a lot of dreams about, like, rickety bridges crashing into the water, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Like, any time when I was a kid, we would drive across a bridge, I would just, like cover my head like with a shirt or a blanket or something mm-hmm. and just like just like be so scared until we were mm-hmm. at the end and I think it's like I don't know like when there's nothing you can like hold on to and it's just like you're just like up. uncertain and I, I don't know why it was scary but well I get like the the fear of heights when you like feel like you actually have the potential to fall yeah. like I'm not the type of person that's scared of heights when you're like safely on like 
a, a ledge or like mm-hmm. I don't know but if you don't have anything to hold on to and it's like rickety that's scary yeah so I'm not scared of bridges anymore because they're like big and like stable yeah but like I guess I don't trust yeah like is it skinny and man-made I'm scared of it but like <laughs> climbing a tree I could climb a tree really tall or like rock climbing I like rock climbing and I can just like jump and repel like it just doesn't scare me like uh-huh. being in the harness or like ha- using my arms and legs but like if I I don't know like if I'm just walking across something like walking across a plank way up high or uh-huh. like I don't something like that it's just so scary when you don't have yeah things to like hold on to when it's like because the thing with like rock climbing or climbing a tree like if one of your foot slips like you still have two hands and another foot holding on to something, you yeah. know? Like, you have four things going on there. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that if all fails, at least you have, like, one hand holding on to a branch. But, like, when you're just walking across something, there's just nothing I know. stopping you. Like, if that thing breaks, you just fall. And there's no hope. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <sighs> I feel like I can rationalize every fear. <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever be the type of person to, like skydive or bungee jump i don't know i've thought about this because in some ways i'm like yes but then other ways i'm like absolutely not i would never yeah i'm very torn because i feel like (laughs) two opposite answers Mm, i i I want to like i I I, i'm kind of a general adrenaline junkie in some ways so i feel like i would have a lot of fun doing it but also i'd be terrified to like jump out like i'm glad like when you um when you're skydiving like somebody jumps for you yeah well honestly like for me I'm not such an adrenaline junkie like I honestly I don't really like the feeling but like I like being able to say that I did it oh yeah like I like the feeling of like I just did something that absolutely terrified me and I did Mm -hmm. it like I like that feeling of being like I just overcame a fear I Mm -hmm. love overcoming fears Mm-hmm. But, like, the actual adrenaline scary process part, I don't really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. What about, like, are you afraid of, like, shots or anything, or blood or anything like that? That's, like, a really common one. Well, I, I would have said, like, before that I'm not scared of blood, but then I've had experiences where just, like, too much blood just, like, grosses me out and makes me feel mm-hmm. sick. Like, it's almost like... Not even necessarily a fear, it's just, like, my body's reaction is to, like, feel sick toward it. Um, but I don't know. I'm not really scared of that type of thing, but I've never really been around it super much either. Yeah, there's some things that, like, you just, when you think about them, then all of a sudden you're like, ugh, no! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then it just becomes, like, a weird obsessive fear, where yeah. it's just, like, all of a sudden you think of a very specific scenario or very specific situation, and then you're just like, <gasps> what if this happened? Or you're, like, all oh, of a yeah. sudden, you're just, like, for no reason, like, you're not normally scared of this thing, but all of a sudden you're just like, wait, I'm scared. And then you just, like, it's hard to get over that. Yeah, definitely. Like, do you ever think, like, yeah, you, like, have a knife in your hand and you're like, what if I just slit my oh! wrist? Ah, yeah, and then you're afraid, like, what if I fall? And, like, what if I accidentally gouge my eye out, like, falling onto a knife or something? Oh, Mm -hmm. my goodness. And then you're all of a sudden, like, this is the stupidest scenario that I just thought up. Why Mm -hmm. are humans so morbid? I know. Like, think the worst and, like... (gasps) It's just, like, the worst uh... is gonna happen. (laughs) I was, like, really rationally scared I would, like, die of cancer when I was young. I still sometimes feel that way. <laughs> I'll just die of cancer. <laughs> or like just have something that like I don't know. Did I talk about this before though? I don't remember. I know we've talked about it before. Like yeah. we either talked about it in a podcast or before a podcast. I yeah. Like. <laughs> I know. We talked too much know. about We've it. done like four episodes and already I feel like I'm gonna start repeating myself. I always repeat myself. I forget what I said. Mm-hmm. It's a bird. <laughs> Stop talking and just watch this bird. That's a cool bird. Oh my word, the other day I almost hit a bald eagle. That's crazy. <laughs> How? Like, it I don't even see bald eagles in, like, a tree hardly ever. Like, they're super not common to see. Yeah, it was so weird. <laughs> Yikes. Um, it could have been bad. That was it. That was kind of off topic. What were we talking about? Oh, like... Oh, being afraid of dying of cancer. Yeah. Just, like, 
being afraid of like diseases yeah or like a family member dying or something and you, you yeah. wouldn't know like oh my goodness they're not answering yeah yeah like I would like I used to like if I couldn't find my dad or something I would just be like oh my word he probably is dead like <laughs> if I could bald eagle I think a bald eagle just flew over us really? you are like the bringer of bald yeah. eagles <laughs> you are a bald with eagle whisperer <laughs> Wow, after I just said that I, like, never see bald eagles, I'm pretty sure a bald eagle just flew over. Oh, my word. It wasn't as big as normal, though, was it? Yeah, well, there were, you were looking at the wrong one, I think. There's yeah. a small bird and there's a big bird. Isn't this fun, guys? You just get our, like, commentary of nature. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. You would be scared if they, like, died and you didn't know it or something. Yeah. Yeah, I had Stuff that, like too. That. I was, like, OCD child, though, so I had, like, a especially bad... I had a lot of anxiety and fears as a kid, which now I'm just, like... I'll be, like, oh, I'm so scared of this, like I said earlier, but, like, I'm not actually really scared of it, but I used to genuinely be scared of a lot of things. Yeah. But, y'all, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> just takes those fears away. It's great. I've overcome a lot of fears. <clears throat> Honestly, that's great. But there is one... This is another trauma-induced fear, <laughs> and it has to do with needles and blood and things. Mm -hmm. And so it's like veins and IV needles, mm -hmm. because when I was like 13, I my appendix decided it just didn't want to be a part of the body anymore, <laughs> and just was like, eh, later. And so it just started later, to explode. Mate. It didn't explode, but it was going to. Yeah. And so I had to go to the hospital naturally. And our hospital's really <laughs> challenged. And oh, no. there was this nurse and she just like for one thing they left me. This is going to turn into a hospital horror story. I'm actually not terrified of hospitals really, but I should be. Anyways, they like left me for like an hour. Without saying, like, not saying anything, not checking in. And I'm just, like, having the, like, basically going into labor. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, like, finally come in and they're like, hi, are, you must be the patient with, like, um, arthritis or something. And I'm just like, what? And they're like, oh, that's a 60-year-old man that's our only other patient in this entire hospital. They got our files mixed up. There's two people in this hospital. A 13-year-old girl with appendicitis and a 6-year-old man with, like, something that 6-year-old men get. I don't even know what it was. But I'm like, how? First of all, you leave me and then you come back with the wrong file out of two patients. <laughs> and then they put me on, like, these pain meds through an IV because for some reason that's the way they have to do it. That's so weird. I don't understand why there's a less painful way. But anyways, so this lady gets this needle and just, like, sticks it into my arm. And she just, like, is digging. I just, oh, I just feel it. I When I start talking about it, my arms actually start hurting. Oh. So <laughs> she's just digging around with this needle. And she's like, oh, I can't find your vein. Ugh, where's that vein at? And then she's just being, like, really crude. Like, kind of just weird. And then she's just like, I can't get the vein there. And then she just pulls it out. And then she goes and she's like, I'm going to try the other arm. And so she sticks the needle into the other arm. And she's like, crap, I popped a blood vessel. Oh. Like, yeah, says this to me. And I'm just like, ah, ah. And then she finally, after forever, like, gets it in a vein. And, oh, my goodness. It was. Oh, that's the worst. Ugh. It was awful. And then, like, whenever my siblings want to get my attention, they will just, like, poke me with their finger where they put an IV. And I will just, like. Like, if I'm not paying attention, like, I'll just, like, jump. I'm like, don't. Even. It's so cruel. But, anyways, uh, I got an IV, like, a year, a few years ago, and I was really scared, but it didn't hurt as bad. The nurse was really nice, so it kind of made it a little better. But still, when I think about it, mm, I don't like it. Oh, uh, that's the worst. You know what? I feel like I need to finish the story because there's more horrible things that happened. Yeah. And this is just a very Talk interesting story. <sighs> okay. So, <laughs> finally, this doctor comes in, and he's like, okay. So, uh, we can't do anything at this hospital <laughs> for you. <laughs> After, like, forever. You're going to have to go to a hospital in the next town over, which is, like, 45 minutes away. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, there's a gigantic storm that's going on. And, like, they're on backup power because all the power went out. 
And when I tell people, when people are like, when did you have your appendix removed? I was like, do you remember that big storm? They're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was the big storm. And so, like, I my dad that. was going to come I see me. Visited you. Yeah, you did. Yeah. So you guys came. But I remember visiting you and, like, feeling sick. Like, and I had to sit down. Like, I felt faint. It was weird. Maybe you have a fear of hospitals. <laughs> well, no, I just, I think sometimes, like, the that's, set oh, smell. That's so sweet. Oh, guys, she was so worried about me that she felt sick. <laughs> I don't think that's what it was. It was like, you know, those twins that have, like, feel each other's pain? Oh, Carrie, yeah. you felt my pain. Oh, my word. Wow. <laughs> it was definitely not the toxic smells of hospitals. <laughs> uh-huh. No, but I remember, like, all three, like, me and Becca and Mim. Yeah. All, like, felt sick. Three- it was Ooh. weird. I, don't th- I didn't think you knew it. That was why. an awful place. That's probably why. Yeah. But anyways, my dad was going to come, like, see me. But then all these trees were just, like, falling all over the place. So he had to, like, he was, like, cutting down trees. Like, got his chainsaw out and was, like, s- like, getting rid of all the trees that were falling all over the road. And then I think, like... He heard someone yelling, like, side story, he heard someone, like, yelling, and they were, like, he thought someone was pinned under a tree, and he's, like, trying to, like, save this guy while my appendix is about to erupt. And, yeah, it was a crazy night, let me tell you. And then this doctor's, like, so at our hospital, he was, like, okay, we can't do anything for you here, and then you're gonna have to go over here. He's, like, so you can ride in the ambulance, or you can drive, but you might get in a car crash and die if you decide to drive. I'm, like... Couldn't an ambulance get in a car crash and I'd die anyways? Yeah. But, like, he's like, it would be much more risky if you drove. I'm like, I don't want to ride in an ambulance, so. Yeah, ambulances are so expensive. Yeah. So my grandma, I mean, my mom and my grandma and grandpa actually were there. And we rode to the hospital. And the hospital, this was just a hot spot night for the hospital, for the ER room. Must have been the storms. (laughs) All these people getting trees falling on them. (laughs) that there were no rooms there were no rooms no sorry okay (laughs) there were no rooms in the entire hospital so they say in the er the first level there's like different tiers or something Mm -hmm. like for your first little bit and so they stuck me in a supply closet they stuck me in a supply closet (laughs) and there was a bed in there it was like their backup 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 room or something (laughs) And so nurses and stuff were always just coming in, like getting blankets and getting all these things because it was a supply closet. (laughs) And there was, so my grandparents and my mom were with me. And then obviously I was the one in the hospital bed and there was one chair. They gave them one chair and there were all these nurses like coming in and out. And like, so my poor grandparents and mom had to just keep rotating the chair, like one chair and also it was freezing they kept this room so cold and so like every once in a while a nurse would just come and like heat me up a blanket because I was just like freezing meanwhile remember my appendix is wanting to erupt so I'm in a decent amount of pain mm-hmm. <laughs> like I had some painkillers but it was still quite painful <laughs> oh my word and all of a sudden like I'm like mom my back is wet like, why is my back wet? And this is why I'm freezing. I'm, mm-hmm. like, literally wet. And, of course, people are like, did you pee yourself? No, of course <laughs> I didn't. I would think I would know if I did. Anyways. <laughs> um, and then, like, we thought that the IV was dripping mm-hmm. because it was kind of close to the bed. And we're like, what in the world? And so they changed the IV. And, I, and then they changed the sheets and everything. And, like, I don't know, got me a new hospital gown and everything. And then, like, 20 minutes later, I'm like, Mom, I'm soaked. Like, I'm wet. Like, what is going on? And they're like, is the ceiling dripping? Like, there's a storm outside, but also this is, like, a three-layer building. Like, yeah. three-story. Like, and we're in the bottom story, so that doesn't make sense. We're like, what is going on? And we were so confused. And they, the doctors were just like, the nurses were just like, what in the world? This is well, so weird. And I'm just like, just like freezing and, like, wet. And we can't figure it out. And then, like, this doctor, because it's nurse, she's like, oh, I realized what it was. She's like, the pa- it's the bed. It's the mattress. And we're like, 
what? <laughs> I didn't wet this mattress. Who did? And they're like, she's like, the patient who was in here before you was a burn victim, and we were dumping buckets of ice water onto him. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to say that it was like a water mattress. I'm not kidding, you guys. <laughs> I was... I was... I was sleeping in this bed that had been, that the previous patient had been getting buckets of ice water dumped onto him, this burn victim. I mean, obviously I feel horrible for the burn victim, but hello, change the mattress. Yeah, that's so weird. Isn't that disgusting? Yeah. It was so gross. We're like, and the fact that they like just admit it to us too, like, oh, you know what? This is what it was. I'm just like... Like, I'm, I know lying isn't good, but, like, I almost feel like I, I would lie, you know? <laughs> or I would just not tell them. Yeah, just, like, I would just be, be like, like, oh, sorry oh, about your inconvenience. Maybe it's the mattress. Maybe it's a water bed. No, <laughs> I don't know. Just, like, move, be like, let's just move rooms, you yeah. know? Oh, my goodness. It was crazy. And then they're like, the surgeon can't come in till tomorrow morning, so the surgery can't be till tomorrow morning. So I was, like, in, like, going Seems through this dangerous. all night long, still in this room. I don't remember how they fi- resolved the bed situation. Maybe they put a new mattress in there. And you know, like, all the moving and them changing the sheets and changing me because I was getting wet. Like, that doesn't help with the pain. Like, I literally couldn't stand up. And then, finally, I got surgery. And the surgery went really well. And then they moved me to this, like, amazing little room with, mm-hmm. like, all these buttons for service and, like, a TV and everything. And I'm like, where was this room? Mm-hmm. Where was this room when I needed it? <laughs> Anyways, here I am alive to tell the story, but it was, it was awful. And you would think with all of that, that I would be just like terrified of hospitals. I am suspicious. I'm sorry to say I'm a little suspicious of doctors in the healthcare system a little more than I probably would have been. But you know what? I feel like I have a little bit of reason to be like a little bit like, "Mm." yeah, (laughs) a little scared. Yeah. But the ER is a crazy place, man. Yeah, that sounds crazy. So that was a really long story. But anyways. <laughs> oh my it word. It has to do with the fear a little. Yes. <laughs> wow. I've never like even been in the hospital. What? Really? I don't think so. Wow. I, I mean, it... like, I've been in a hospital, obviously, but I've never been hurt enough to actually go in one. Yeah. I guess that was... I've been in a hospital twice. I, uh, I wanted to say... Uh, tell one story about when I was a kid, one of my fears was being left places, because I was literally left places when I was a kid. I think, I can only think of one story. That's so sad. I know! But, like, one time we were at this museum with our church in Washington, and I was just like, I didn't know we were leaving yet. We're like, I think maybe mom and dad were like, hey, we're leaving soon. But I was like, just playing the piano in there, just like, with another person and I looked around and I'm like where is my family I was little mind you probably like five or something I looked around I'm like where is my family I cannot find them and I finally was like I finally like I don't know what happened exactly either I went out to the driveway or else my mom came in and was like we left you we left you here and we came back that's because you were weren't in the car. I'm like, wow, that's, I'm so loved. That's so sad. I could just like, as you're telling that story, I'm just like seeing this like little five year old playing in a pan and just like, where's my family? <laughs> and just like this whole like, you know, like those weird low budget films that are like almost like a dream that you're watching yeah. them. Like I was a rat. <laughs> Yes, but you're just like this child, like just wandering around, just like, huh? And just like looking for your family, and then you start crying, and then there's like this sad music with playing with it. That's so awful. (laughs) Is that all the story? Is that all the stories you had about fears? I mean, there's probably more, but. I'm scared of our back road. It is a sketchy place. And oh, other people is. are scared too because I have met a lot of really sketchy people on that road. Like, mm. met them like driving or like. <sighs> yes. Just, like... We were just talking about this the other day. Like, there was one time this guy who just like 
he was parked he was in the middle of the road and he had his car completely off like I thought it was dead and he was and it's like kind of a one lane road and the only way to get around him was like to drive off a cliff or to drive into a creek <laughs> off a cliff into a creek yeah. or off a deeper cliff and so I was like hmm okay this guy's gonna need to move but then I was like okay once I started pulling closer I was like okay I can like barely fit here but like our windows are gonna be like right next to each other and this guy's not moving like he sees me and he's not moving and it was like 11 o'clock at night so I just like pull next up next to him like just driving really slowly to make sure I can actually make it and our windows are just like window to window and I got this really weird feeling that I was like I feel like if I just drive right by like it's really creepy if I don't like even say anything Really? Yeah, like, I was more creeped out of just, like, driving right by and, like, looking at him and then whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I'm getting shot or something. So, I, like, rolled out my window. Because also, like, sometimes, like, I will, like, ask people if they need help. And then I'll be, like, it's on our back road. So, I'll just be, like, okay, I'll call my dad and he'll come help you out or whatever. Yeah. So, I just, like, rolled it down partly. And I was, like, is everything okay? And then he gets eye contact with me. And let me tell you, I've never seen the more hollow, like, the most hollow eyes. Like, I swear. Like, mm. I don't even know if there was a man inside that body. Like, it was so creepy. I don't know if he's just super high or what, but it was, he was the scary, probably the scariest person, looking person I've ever seen. And, like, we're so close to each other because Mm -hmm. of how he's parked. And he just looks at me, and I don't remember exactly what he says, but it was really weird. It was something like, everything's gonna be okay. Like, it was this really, like, oh my word. And I was just like, okay. And I just roll up my window, and and my siblings were with me, two of my siblings, and they were just, like, freaking out. And I looked, and I noticed then, too, he had, like, this big black briefcase, like, oh, next right. to his driver's side. And it was, like, this beat-up old little car. And then yeah. as soon as I pass him, he turns on his car and drives off. That is so Like, weird. the car was not dead. He could have turned it on and just left. So, like, I'm, I'm <laughs> rationally afraid yeah. of the people that haunt our back roads. Yeah. Around here. That is here. so scary. Have you had any, like, creepy, like, encounters with strangers like that? Like, in North Idaho? Like, these kind of things happen to my family and stuff all the time. <laughs> I feel like I have, but, like, I forget them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have really bad memory today. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, sometimes I feel like people are irrationally fr- afraid of people, though. That is very true. Where it's, like, really annoying, actually, because it's, like they think somebody's creepy when they're like just like everyone's creepy nice or whatever yeah that's the thing we used to like drive us nuts about girls our age they're always like oh he's so creepy oh and yeah. we're like I mean he's not Prince Charming but he's not creepy <laughs> yeah <laughs> like <laughs> just a little weird <laughs> yeah and I'm the same way like I'm the type of person that like I drive past hitchhikers well like you are like this too today we pass a hitchhiker and just like oh I just want to pick them up like I'm yeah. not scared of them yeah but I just I have to like tell myself to be afraid of people sometimes Sometimes I am scared of people. So that was when this situation that I was, like, very genuinely very scared and concerned. Mm -hmm. Like, that's pretty rare for me, actually. Like, I've been in situations where later I'm like, okay, that person was actually really creepy. I probably should have been, like, scared of them. Yeah. But I wasn't. Which I'm just, like, generally, like, just scared of strangers anyway. (laughs) Because, like, I don't know, stranger danger. Probably not that. But, like, it's more like I'm, like, scared of talking to people. And so, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm always creeped. I'm not really creeped out, though. Or I, like, want to, like, not be that way. You know what I mean? Uh Uh-huh. Like, if it's your initial reaction, you're kind of like, okay, like... Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Especially, like, some things, like... Just because somebody looks a certain way, you shouldn't be scared of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know. I like... It's good to give the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. To, like, not assume the worst of people. Because I feel like people do that so much. Mm-hmm. And they just, like, assume that this person is just weird or, I don't know. Or bad. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes they're just socially awkward, honestly. Mm-hmm. Or they just don't have good social etiquette. Or they're just, like, really friendly. Sometimes I probably come across creepy, let's be honest. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, where are you from? Where do you live? Tell me your address. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're just, like, a person... Sometimes I just... Like, I just like people, like, right away... And I'm, like, pretty open. Like, I'm a pretty open yeah. person. And, like, that would probably scare people. Yeah. Because, like, people are like, oh, why were they asking me, like, a personal question? That's so creepy. I'm that's, like, that's like interesting. I probably would ask people personal questions sometimes and not yeah. think about it. Are you the type oh, of person? Karen, what if I'm a creep? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you're a creep. <laughs> My word. Um, me and Hannah talk about this a lot. 
because I feel like we're very different people in how we approach strangers. Because, like, I'm the type of person who I just, like, dislike people automatically. Like, I meet somebody and I'm like, oh, this annoys me about them so much. And I just, like, get a bad vibe about a lot of people at Uh first. But then after I get to know them, I'm like, oh, this is, like, they're, like, good people. And, like, I don't know, even though you get to know, like, their faults or whatever, like, they still are, like, I don't know. I just see the good parts of them more. Mm -hmm. And Hannah's the type of person to, like, like people more right away. And then after a while, just be like, ugh, like, all their little flaws annoy me. Okay, I'm like Hannah. And yeah. that's sad. It's actually really sad because it's, like, a problem of, like, being disappointed in people. I think it's, like, having to hold, holding too high of expectations of people. Mm-hmm. Especially when, like, at first you like them. Like, I tell people, like, if I'm still hanging out with you, like, past, like, and we've, like, hung out, like... I feel like by the third encounter, I can kind of decide, like, okay, is this actually a person that, like, I want to be friends with or, like, like good friends with or just kind of, like, let, okay, I knew them and whatever, like, they're just kind of there, a yeah. person, you know? Well, I'm like that, too, like, probably with, like, making actual good friends. Yeah. I think I'm like that. But, like, often, like, sometimes I just really dislike somebody. Mm-hmm. And then I, like, after a little bit, I'm like, actually, like, I could be good friends with them. Yeah, but I've it's become just my automatic. Well, I don't know. I feel like it depends because some people I view them at first and I'm like, "Ooh, I really like them." And then I like get to know them better. I'm like, "Never mind. <laughs> They're like kind of annoying." <laughs> yeah. I have gotten a lot better at that cuz I used to be like where I would just like like somebody right away and then later I'd be like, "Ugh, like really annoyed by their by I would get very annoyed by people to where like I almost like they were just it was something would annoy me about them too much where I would yeah. just like be really, I don't know. I feel but like now I'm a lot I feel, more tolerant of people, actually. Well, same. Because now that I'm thinking about it, I usually like people when I first meet them, and I just like them. Continue to. <laughs> like, I just like everybody. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. yeah. So now, I'm neither. I love people. Yeah. Okay, should we do the rant or rave? <gasps> yes. I think so. This podcast has actually surprisingly gone on long. Yeah, I, I felt know. like we were going to run out. Probably because my story was, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> I don't think it was that long. Uh, yes, what's your rant or rave? Um, well, I couldn't really think of anyone, any one thing specific to this week. Besides, like, yeah, I don't know. Um, but one YouTuber both of us really enjoy, actually, is Mike's Mike. Oh my goodness. He makes the weirdest content. Like, it's so funny, though. Like, I don't necessarily... He, he makes, like, some reality TV stuff. Which I don't really enjoy, but like he makes a lot of random videos, like ranking things, like ranking the times like, tables. Re- yeah, ranking the times tables or like ranking numbers. Yeah, or like, like reordering the alphabet. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> it was so funny. I agreed with him on a lot of it. I did too, to some extent. He but. just is the kind of person to just go on and on about like the most boring things, but he's so dramatic that it's just like it's so entertaining. Funny. It's really entertaining. And he also made a podcast. It was very scattered. And it was I have kind not of listened to it. It was kind of amusing to listen to, but yeah, I like his videos better. Um, That's a good anyway. One. I mean, rave. You guys should check him out if you. Mike's Mike. He's Australian. Yes, he's Australian. Anyway, That's a good one. Yeah, check him out if you want something to laugh at. I have a rant for this week, and this honestly, in of itself, this topic could be a podcast. But it would be a podcast that, like, I would be ashamed to make because I would feel like it's just such a, like, I don't know. I'm sorry if any of you are, like, 60-year-old women listening, but this we're talking stereotypical. Like, 60-year-old women, like, woman topic to rant about, um, but road construction. <laughs> like, road construction and the weather. I would yeah. talk about that a lot with older people with my job anyways but I was driving with one of my friends through Montana today a few weeks a few days ago Mm -hmm. and we were seeing these signs that said like this bridge is closed like such and such a bridge closed and we were like oh I think we have to cross that bridge like it's on the highway but we're like there will be a detour because this is a state highway this isn't just some weird back road like this is the only way that you can get from where we are home. Mm-hmm. We were doing like a loop. And like anything else, it, we're talking like hours and hours and hours of detour through like 
totally different cities and towns and everything. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, okay, there will be a detour though. And so we're just driving and we come up to the bridge mm-hmm. and there's just no signs. It's just says like bridge closed. And even like, we couldn't even tell. So we just literally drove up to the point where of construction where there's like all these construction places. Like we accidentally went into a construction zone that we weren't supposed to, like the road was closed off and we just kept driving. But that was how bad these signs were that it was like not even obvious. And so we're like, um, I'm looking at like maps and there's like not even service. And we were like, where are we gonna, like, are we gonna have to detour hours? This was like Thompson Falls, you know, Mm -hmm. like going to Thompson Falls. Yeah. That's where this was. Anyways. And there's like nothing there. And so we start driving and we're like, okay, we need to like find some person to ask, like someone Mm -hmm. who's nearby and ask them. So there was these construction workers and we tried to flag them down and they didn't see us. They just waved at us. They thought we were waving at them. (laughs) They're like, oh, yeah. So we follow them to where they like park. And then we're like, um, we need to get into Idaho. How can we get there? (laughs) This bridge is closed. And they're like, oh, you have to drive back 20 miles. Why is it always 20 miles, Carrie? <laughs> this is like our other 20-mile story. They said it's like 20 miles, and you take this road called, like, Bluebird Lane Road, and then you follow this road. It takes you on the other side of the river, and it'll pop you out across the bridge. Pop <laughs> and then they're also like, hey, you're wearing a Canadian, um, a, a Colorado hat. Let me, are you from Colorado? And then they just start talking to us. We're like, okay, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> That's so, so random. we start driving and there's no signs. There was no detour sign telling you which way to go. That's and so, so weird. And it's like not at all obvious. Like it's this random back road and it's the only other way. And it was so long to go. But I was just like, you know what? Like how hard is it to just put a sign up, a big orange sign that says detour with yeah. an arrow? to this because it was the only other way he's like there's another back way but it's kind of like a trail (laughs) so you can't maybe drive there (laughs) but i'm just like what so anyways that was the that's the rant get it together montana with your road construction man i thought idaho was bad yeah, maybe Montana has worse road construction. It is worse. Because I feel like whenever I'm, like, trying to go to Kalispell, that, like, area is, mm-hmm. like, that one construction zone is miles and miles and miles of construction and nothing's yeah. happening. It's not. It's it's sad. <sighs> anyway. Anyways, there you go. There you have it, folks. Another yep. podcast straight from the lake. Yep. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed. Bye. Bye.